We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. This is, 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 Poor Brian. Brian Brian was going to come on. He was going to record. He was going to be a producer and basically not say anything. So it would have been a two-man show anyway. But now it's just a super two-man show. Yeah, producing. so now I'm the... Yeah, we don't have a producer. Brian's so much better at producing than me. Uh, it's funny. Like, when, he's, when he doesn't do the show, I have to edit. And listeners might notice a distinct drop in quality when I do it and when Brian does it. Because Brian is so much more ridiculous than I am. But now we got to tell them which ones are, are edited by Brian, which ones are edited by you. We should do like a game and give like a giveaway. And we have stuff to give away, don't we? We have Luol Dang autograph picture that we hey. will give away within the I, coming days. After that game one, now you want that. You didn't want that <laughs> the first half of the season, but now you want that. <laughs> well, it's funny because we give away a Gerald Green one. <laughs> it's oh, like, God. I really don't think anybody wants that. Was, Locker, it, yo. was it Gerald Green, Green's mom, the, the one that won it? No. <laughs> no, it was some dude who I don't even. Th- we know what's funny about the giveaway we did. So, a couple days ago, we did a giveaway, or was it a week ago? Was it game one? I don't remember. We did a giveaway at some point, um, and in, very recently. And hmm. it was a trivia question. It was um, one of the questions was about who led the Heat in rebounding and points or something or field goal attempts in in a, in a Charlotte series. And then the second prong of the question was who are the first two staffers to join Heat Beat outside of Brian and I? And this mm-hmm. dude who didn't follow Heat Beat, like the account, won it. And I started <laughs> thinking, how the hell did he know that it was Harrison and Jack? 
And did, you don't have an answer? Or? No, I I didn't want to ask him. He won the contest, and I didn't want to question him. But like, he this, didn't follow. This seems the a little bit sketchy. I couldn't DM him to ask him for the address on where to mail his prize because he didn't follow me. But the thing is, who would go through all the trouble for a Gerald Green signed anything? I don't know, dude. It's weird. Exactly. Like, he's like, he didn't even know there was a prize. He's like, what do I win? Do I win something? (laughs) Yeah, you get this Gerald Green autographed picture. Do I I win something, though? Gerald Green, dude. Um, Gerald Green was in for five seconds today, and and I think they they pulled him. Two minutes and 30 seconds. Thank you. He was a plus three. Plus three, but how much did he touch the ball? Hey, he was here. Listen, they should have put him in for four minutes and 20 seconds. Spo aired. <laughs> okay, it is 420 today. This, this is why people hate on Spo because they shit like that. Dude, I know. I mean, like, f- hashtag fire Spo. Like, come on. Come on, Eric. You know <laughs> hashtag better. Hashtag luck. Hashtag what else, what else we got? <laughs> it's hashtag trust the process. Yeah. Hinky. Oh, my God. Greater than Riley. So there was a game today. Mm-hmm. It was a good and, one. And uh, it was close in the first half. Uh, the Heat scored 70, 72. 72. Which is, is there a vacuum going on in the background? Uh, my computer just, uh, <laughs> the fan just decided to turn off. Oh, no. I, you know, it's funny because I was like, wait, it's 10.03 at night. Who's vacuuming? And only a Hispanic mother would vacuum at 10.03 at night. <laughs> no, not even, dude. No, dude, I've been in houses that uh, abuelas grab, you know, abuelas see some stuff and she's going to vacuum at 10 o'clock at night because. No, brother. I'm not even Cuban. What the fuck? Where did that you know, come from? I don't know, dude. It's just something inside of me that was Cuban before. It's the Miami. It's the whole Miami thing, dude. We had um we had a birthday party for uh for a neighbor yesterday and we had it at the house and, you know, she's an old Cuban lady and all her Cuban friends were here. And, um,. They had a domino table, el domino. Of course, of course. With rum and cokes and the cup holders mm-hmm. outside. And I was like, this is the most Miami thing in the world. Yeah. Were they all wearing guayabas? No. I, th- thankfully, no. No. Oh, it could have been more Miami. It could have been more Miami, though. You're right. No. But, I mean, the rum and coke, you know, it just, you know, seals it. And the domino but, table you know, is a classic. People play dominoes so intensely. Like, There's no need to slam the domino on the table. When you're drunk, I mean, you're slamming everything. I mean, but it's not like, just dominoes. Boom. It's like bam, double nines. It's Eat it. Ma- First masculinity, one. you know, testosterone flows. Dominoes but even the women lines. do it. It, it. The women do it. It's just like it's a thing. It's like you get it and you gotta slam it. It's just but this the sounds nice. Thing. It's a primal thing. It's, it's it's not a conscious thing you do. Why does dominoes bring that primalness out of people? You don't you know, have a good answer. I, I don't even have a good answer for that. <laughs> you don't have it's a good a answer. Of, it just does. It, it's it's a game that involves numbers, but no counting at all. So, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it could work with colors, too. I mean, I've seen, have you seen the colored ones? It's like, oh, these yeah, are green. These, these are, are yellow. yellow. Who needs to count? I'm matching the blue with the blue one. I like those. I've seen some nice domino sets, man. They had like these really nice two tone. The back was like this, like red. It was a like, shiny. Oh, oh, whoa! Excuse me. Domino talk here on the Miami uh-huh. Heat beat. Miami Heat beat. Yeah. So um, back to the game, which we uh, got. Which to, did how did happen? we get to? Wait, which how did, did we happen? get? How did we go from 
the there game was a, there to was a Domino's. domino party at your house uh, how do we get we, there i don't know <laughs> don't ask me something about fire spo 420 okay we're doing okay so miami what i thought was interesting was charlotte didn't abandon their game plan of the traps which they continued to do mm-hmm. and miami continued to torch them for it torch them to the tune of 72 points in the half and uh, I'm trying to find their field goal percentage because it was ridiculous. It was like I think I think they ended up around 59 percent. Well, they were 57. At, they were 58. at 70 something at, at halftime. So 58 percent shooting. I mean, I don't know what more can be said than Miami just but, but dominated. The, funny, the funniest part is that it was never out of hand. Honestly, even after scoring 72 points in the first half, Charlotte was still only down 12. So, I mean, Miami's Miami's biggest lead was, was yeah. Um, Charlotte's biggest lead was two, mm-hmm. which was the first, so the first, the first yeah. basket. And surprised five lead, lead changes, tied thirteen times, so certainly closer than than the last game. Miami, I guess the only thing that is concerns you is is the fouls, but I don't see how that that's going to be a trend. Yeah, I mean, uh, Charlotte had 16 fouls for the game. Miami had 25. And most of those were shooting fouls from Miami. So, I mean, tale of... it. Basically, the games played out very similarly. Except yeah, Dang didn't have 30. Yeah, Dang, they, they got replaced by more uh, more weight points. More balanced score. But, but Wade did not score as efficiently as Dang. Charlotte took 26 free throws to Miami's 18. After yesterday or game one's thirty-seven to twenty-one. Well, the thing about Miami is that they're the—I think they foul the fourth least amount of times in the sport. Their their bottom forward fouls committed, so they're not a team that fouls a lot. And I remember particularly, I did a story on the Heat's offense in the clutch, and the biggest thing that he did well was they never allowed their opponent to take free throws at the end of games. So their opponent's free throw percentage was in like the sixties. Just because, or, or, or high, like high, yeah, it's small. But I also think it's because there's so few free throws, you allow an element of randomness, mm-hmm. right? Because when that sample size grows, that's going to get up to the seven mid seventies. It's gonna, it's gonna balance out at that point. Exactly. But if you don't do it very often, you limit that sample, and a couple weird things happen. You end up with the percentage like that. So, so that's something Miami's done well all year, and then this series. Yeah, I mean, I haven't looked at the numbers, but I bet they're towards the top in fouls committed so far in the playoffs. Oh, they ha- I mean, I, I can't see a situation where they're not. I mean, 25, 25 today. Just today. He had Dang with three fouls, Hassan with five fouls, Dwayne with three fouls, Goran with three fouls, Josh Richardson with three fouls, Justice Winslow with four fouls, Amari with two. Everybody who played on the Heat had a foul. You and the only people. <laughs> what? Go. You almost have to commend the team for being able to get that many fouls and have nobody. Even fall Gerald off. Green had a foul and he played two bleeping minutes. <laughs> he also had a quick I turnover mean, as soon as he was in. Dwayne Cook, Courtney Lee, Courtney Lee at five. Oh my God! And what was with what was with the smack talk at the end? Like, that was what can awesome. Courtney Lee even say? Dude, no, I don't know, but I know that Dwayne. Well, because Courtney Lee looked like he was being annoying, and Courtney Lee's done a. I think he's defended Dwayne fine. I mean, he's, they they realized they had to go away from that Jeremy Lin uh, disaster, but well, not on that I think Dwayne. Play. No, well, 
No, but they they've they since changed that. They were trying to guard Dwayne with Jeremy Lin, and now they've moved to Courtney Lee. And consi- and with that in mind, going forward without Batum, I don't know what they're going to do about Joe Johnson because they've been able to keep him quiet for two games by just having Batum on him. Now you're assuming that Batum's not coming back. That looked bad, man. <laughs> Honestly, if didn't Infos- even see exactly what happened to Batum. So he pretty much tripped over people. himself, stepped on Justice's foot, and rolled his ankle. <laughs> it's as funny as it sounded. He did. He, he like crossed himself over, and then stepped on Winslow's foot, and then it bent in a funny way, and down he went. That would be tough. That would be tough for them, <laughs> not is... for not for us. Well, I mean, It'd be a good time. Well, then Charlotte went super small, and then like just Spencer Hawes. And I thought that was weird. I, I was confused as to why they didn't go Jefferson there as, as a big when Miami went to dang at the five. Well, did which, Miami go to dang at the five in response to that, or was Miami? Yeah, they, they uh, Charlotte downsized, and then they put Kamins, uh not Kaminsky, they put uh, Spencer Hawes in, and he was the only big on the floor. And then Miami took Hassan out because they were having problems, and he picked up his fifth foul. And then they just put dang at the five and closed the game out that way. Kaminsky has been just non-existent. Dude, it's been so funny. He's been, it's been hilarious, and and he Twitter's just savaging him. Uh, oh, oh my god! So. Oh, of one today, he took one field goal. Really, Frank? Really, Frank? I, I think it was just a tip. Just a tip. He was plus six. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with us? It's like um. <laughs> I think uh, what did they say? They, they said, oh the Heat are shooting sixty nine percent. Everybody on Twitter, nice. nice, nice, nice. That happened on the radio. So I do. For those of you who don't know in the audience, I do Panther Sports Talk Live, which is a sports radio show on FIU on the FIU radio station, WRGP. You can listen at fiusm.com slash wrgp every morning from seven eight a.m. I'm on Tuesdays and Fridays. So nice little plug there, George, former FIU sports director. Former. Back in the former, day. yay! Yeah, Did form, you host? Former is my favorite part of that. Yeah, former. Yeah, no, you're done. Those days are over. Oh. And um, I host with, as you may know on Twitter, at Tropical Blanket, Alex Heapy's own. And uh, somebody said 69, like mentioned, like a nut, like a stat that was 69, and he and I at the same time go nice, and we start talking about how. <laughs> That's it's like he, and you say that around he Twitter it's like you press the button and you activated something and we all say it nice nice where does that even stem from I don't even know dude I mean it's it's nice I mean sixty I'm, I'm 60. glad it's a thing though I'm really glad come on it's George so sixty nine man it's nice it's nice <laughs> is that Borat no no that would have been an awful Borat that would have been like, is that a limited fake Borat that's super limited that would have been so bad dude. The fake is the Borats. No, I know. And Cleveland like got up a lot of points. I don't know when the hell that happened. I just looked up on the TV and Cleveland's up double digits. Yeah, I just flipped That's, over the game too. Was it Detroit winning by double? Were you watching the Panthers game? Ah, Cleveland uh, up sixteen. Yeah, I Ouch. was watching the Panthers, but I'm, I don't know what the hell is going on, dude. Were the Panthers winning? No, it's one to one. They were winning, and then they gave up a goal. James Jones's ass glued to the bench. <laughs> That's funny. That's, That's my favorite part. It's not? No, it's funny for me. I love it. No, it's hilarious. To, it's hilarious to anybody who wants to laugh. Because James <laughs> any, Jones anybody left. Anybody who likes laughing, who enjoys Yeah, for, for anybody who's pro-fun, James Jones not playing minutes is hilarious. Oh, God. Okay, Detroit just gave up on this game. 
Yeah, dude. I feel bad for Stan. What is Stan doing with his arm? <laughs> it's like he's karate chopping the air. <laughs> every time, I, George, it's not fair. Every time I do a show with you, there's a game on that I'm watching. Last time it was Westbrook, and it was Doris Burke and her see-through shirt. Oh, whoa, whoa, yeah, I remember that. That I never made that. it to air. That's... Oh, the public doesn't know about that. The Terminator podcast. Got a little weird. That the lost episodes. <laughs> I can't wait it's to upload that in the offseason. In the archives. Yeah, I have to edit it like to make it, you know, listenable because we had uh, some technical problems. But the Terminator podcast will one day be back. Damn, we already got offseason content. I mean, you did it, dude. That was. Did you see my flawless joke? Which one? The Terminator podcast will be back. Oh no! I, you know, I didn't even notice. You that know, was I so didn't sudden. even notice. I mean, it was I nailed subtle. it. It was Hashtag too subtle, nailed it. It's perfect, dude. It's like I slipped that right in. That's what if she said. Joke, if a joke is too subtle, I think it is. You might have gone. No, no, no. I think when a joke is is just subtle enough that nobody knows what the fuck just happened, but it's funny. I no, you went you went under my head. See, not <laughs> I went under your head. Yeah, it's through your much. neck. <laughs> went through your neck. I mean, maybe like under my chin. Maybe not through my neck. I mean, but uh, what's under your chin? <laughs> My neck, my neck. It's my neck. I, just, I, no, I killed. I was, I just had to check. I punctured you. I mean, we're not clearly. We're not. Um, we're not doctors. Oh, thank God. <laughs> no, but you know, you know, it's difficult to talk about these games in a one-game sample, right? Because this game, I guess we can talk about. I mean, we. It's more fun to laugh at James Jones on the bench, but mm-hmm. if we really, really do want to talk about what happened, and I, I don't think we, we, should, we, we should try a little more. Yeah. So, <laughs> And it's you and me. No show gets derailed more than you and me. No, and and it's just both of us derailing each other's uh, more derailings. So it's like it's we fun. try to get on track, and then the other one just look, we're doing it now. Yeah, just go. What, it's, what a you one it's, game a it's a game trap. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's what? These these one game. So he blew him out, killed him twice, mm. and I feel like nobody believes that that's representative of who they are, both Charlotte and Miami, and what this series is. And also, I don't even think you feel that good because I think if they could go into Charlotte and lose both games, oh, that's I think that's entirely possible. They're just not a good road team, and they, they haven't they, been. They also never play this well at home either. But no, I know. I mean, it's entirely possible. Al Jefferson, you could you could tell that Al Jefferson for for about ten minutes of that game was doing literally whatever he wanted to the side. He, he, he figured it out in the for, second half, though. Yeah, but there was. I mean, there were points where Hassan was still doing what he had to do, and Jefferson was still scoring on. The Heat are under five hundred on the road. They're twenty and twenty-one, and they're twenty-eight and thirteen at home. So they're a very good home team. And a not good road team. Some people say that the series doesn't start till the road team wins. Alec. 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 <laughs> One of the greatest shot blocking gods of all time, Alec. <laughs> that was. Did you listen? There was. There was. Yeah. There was a point where, where Coach gave Eric a stat, and Coach was, and Eric was just like, All right, was, "Was that just for me, or was that for everybody at home?" <laughs> <laughs> and you could almost you could almost feel through the screen. You could almost feel like Coach Tony Ferentino's like oh my god mustache fell breathe. downward as he as he frowned. You know, like oh my god, he slinks back to his keep his gain house. Well, yeah, he's 
with his with his dogs. With his dogs. Okay. Bachelor Tony Fiorentino. Really? Yeah, he's a bachelor. Um, oh my god. Our friends at the AC show. You can catch them on Wednesday night, ten to eleven. Your, you can catch them right now. Yeah, you can catch them right now. I was asked to go in studio and co-host today. Uh, I had to decline because I'm doing this podcast with George. Man, that's funny. I'm picking a podcast over radio. Uh, you can catch the Anthony Colati show up. Tony Ferrantino joined them and was telling them about his bachelor life in Key Biscayne. How does Tony Ferrantino pick up chips? How does he go about that? <sighs> he has to use the ring that he always wears, and he probably wears all three. Just buys himself a drink and just wears all three all three rings on the same hand as he's drinking. No, yeah, he he has no. He buys two drinks, one for the lady and one for him. And one it's, for the lady that's eventually going to show up next to him. Yes. So he, he on his his drink, he's holding it with the non ring hand, and her drink, he's holding it with the fistful of rings. <laughs> and he's going to tell her about Malvona Nick. Oh, he's here when I was. I remember back in 2006, Eric. Uh, <laughs> and he calls every girl Eric, apparently. <laughs> he only sees Eric. He, oh. he only has eyes for Eric. But Eric, does he? Does Eric not like him, dude? No, I think Eric likes him. I, you know what I think happens? I think. Have you ever worked with somebody who you love as a person, but hate as a professional? Yeah, but not not to the point where I'm asking. Was that for me or was that for everybody at all? No, home? but I just think I think that there comes a point in your professional career that you love somebody so much as a person, and you're just like, oh my god, you're holding me back, you're holding me down. <laughs> but I, down. I, I think, think he's done pretty well for himself. I think Tony is Eric Stugatz. I think Eric needs him more than he thinks. Okay, he's yeah, flown I to could, new heights. I could see that. I could see that. He's definitely like, the stew gods of the broadcast. I like Tony so much better than the. Uh, I was about to call him the Czar because I forgot his name, Mike Fratello. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. Tony's here to stay, man. I hope they never get rid of him. I hope he's there forever, like the Boston guys. I love. I mean, Tony. Tony will surprise you sometimes with some good stats, and then other times he'll just spend fifteen minutes explaining the clear path foul. Oh my God! He did. did he, he didn't have to do that today. No, he, he didn't, didn't have to do it today. But every time it comes up, he has to explain it. Yeah, you know what I mean, Alf we, said one show? Alf was talking about um, he <laughs> quoted Eric, oh, Tony, I'm sorry, unironically and said, you have, you know, these guys have to do their homework early. And I looked at him and I was like, what? And he's like, I can't believe I just did that, but he's right. And I was like, <laughs> Alf, no, Alf, no. Don't do it. So, don't. Uh, uh, we got derailed again. Uh. We got derailed by Coach Tony. All right. But at I least work. we were like derailed in the realm of heat. It's at least heat talking. Okay. Even if it's the most Let's break down this game, talk. dude. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna we were we are gonna break down this game if it ends uh, us. Justice was hitting jump shots. I was about to go to Justice. Thank you, thank you, George. Also, hitting jump shot. I'm, I'm, no, hold on. I want to derail one more time. Oh God. Cause, no, because an American Express commercial came up. Okay. Uh, and and I said in our group chat for Heat Beat and I said Tina Fey is low-key hot and Alf said that yeah. no she's not that she's gross she's she's normal key I she's not what she's, she's funny she's, she's intelligent funny. She's, she's funny she's intelligent funny's attractive I, she, I, she's alright I mean, funny's attractive 
No, absolutely, absolutely funny is attractive, but she's, I mean, she's, she's right. She's, she's like, I mean, she's, she would kind of be like, like, she seems more like a mom to me than something like that, dude, you know, like. I just let that just, no, no, I'm sorry. I just dropped that dead fish in your lap. It's like, okay, here it is. Thanks. I feel bad, dude. I don't know why I said, I mean, the commercial came up and I, I hit, I remembered, I need to listen, I need a filter, dude. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, it's all right. It's all right. I put you an Andre Drummer. Huh? You put me in a bad spot, man. You put me in a bad spot. And I put you, know you in an awful spot. Okay, Justice's jumper. Jumper Forrest, with, with an S. Forbes six. He missed a dunk. No, he, yeah, he missed a dunk. Okay, I'll give you some good analysis. You you ready, uh, He beat listeners? Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Miami's ability to switch on the pick and roll is such an underrated thing that they can do considering the flexibility they have with Richardson, Winslow, and Dang. And even Joe Johnson, to be honest with you, even though he's not the best defender, he can't switch. Because he can defend smaller guys uh, decent enough, and he's big enough to not, you know, get shot over by, by taller guys. So Miami's ability to switch on the pick and roll is something that in this series has been huge for them. Um, they might not be forcing Charlotte into a bunch of turnovers uh, because they're not. Charlotte just doesn't my, turn the ball over. No, they don't. And and they take care of the ball and and surprisingly for having Kemba Walker who's a bit reckless as their point guard they they don't turn the ball over a lot they turned it over seven times today uh, that he turned it over eight so just a low turnover game for both teams but Miami's ability to switch on the pick and roll and have such fluidity with it is a big thing in the series as to why they're limiting Charlotte's three pointers because uh, that's what Charlotte's good at they were one yeah. for sixteen from three today by the way. One for sixteen. One for sixteen. They won, and they've been one of the best three-point shooting teams in, in the league. Miami was nine for sixteen. Hey, fifty-six. Hey, <laughs> not bad. N- nice. I wish they were sixty-nine percent. They're fifty-six percent. They, they were six of nine. That would be pretty sweet too. Oh my god! That is. Oh, that is it, was anybody six of nine? Please, somebody have been six of nine. Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! Come on! No. Oh, no, so close. Jay Rich was five for nine. Jesus, man. Oh, Make one Jay more Rich. Basket, man. Oh, my God. And he had a couple open threes that he missed. Count on you, buddy. Oh, my God. You ruined us, dude. That would have been so funny. Okay. So, yeah, no, but have you noticed what I'm talking about on, on the pick and roll? How, how quick they are to switch and how it's really helping them out? Because, because, I mean, those three guys that you talked about are pretty interchangeable in terms of who they can guard. And they play a lot together. Mm hmm. So J. Rich six six frame can guard point guards, can guard bigger guys. Dang the same, you know. Yeah, probably, probably the worst defender of the ones that you named is Joe Johnson, and he's quick enough and long enough to really. And he's not good at defense. I don't want to say that he is, but no. But he can do it. Serviceable. He's serviceable in, and I think this kind of system where where there's a lot of help defense, and especially on pick and rolls, you're, you're really not. Gonna fight through. I mean, especially him. You're not gonna ask him to fight through a lot of screens. The thing that I like about this matchup with Charlotte, and it's what I like going in, is that if Charlotte wants to pick and roll with Al Jefferson, that's fine. Al Jefferson's not a great pick and roll player. Their best options are to pick and roll with guys like Batum and Kemba Walker. Either Kemba screening for Batum or Batum screening for Kemba. But Miami neutralizes that for what we're talking about because if you have J.S. Richardson guarding um, Kemba Walker and Dang on Batum or Winslow on Batum you're not really creating a mismatch yeah and they're switching 
So Kaminsky's the one that's got to be that would really cause a mismatch. But you don't want to put him in the pick and roll either. No, but if he was effective at all, if he was being effective at all, I mean, he's a guy that can kind of shoot a mid-range shot, and it's still got length. It's forcing Charlotte if he wasn't useless. No, yeah, and he's been really terrible this series, like awful. But it's forcing Charlotte to put their bigs in the pick and roll, which is not something that is as good as what we mentioned before. So Miami has that going for the matchup. And also, Miami can put Al Jefferson in the pick and roll and Kaminsky and Zeller every single time, and they have no answer for it. Because when Hassan screens and rolls, Amari too, though. It's not just a Hassan thing, although Hassan is better at it. Mm. They screen a roll with Amari, and Charlotte has no answer, and they're trapping. And I think that that's how they're going to try to deal with it. But Drogic and Wade have proven but that they'll beat a trap. The, yeah, they've passed out of the trap several Quick. times. Dwayne made a pass today. He was at the rim, and I think he wanted to score. But he saw that he had two defenders up in the air. And he did this, like, LeBron pass. Like, he had he caught the ball, and he's going up for the layup, and he changes his mind. And he gives it, like, all the way to the other side in the corner. I think it was to Winslow. Yeah. Yeah, and he hit the three. I know what you're talking about. That's a pass that, like, LeBron makes, dude. That's not a normal pass that a guard has typically made in the sport. It's not a a pass that a guy with bad knees makes. (laughs) Well, his knees have held up. At least, I mean... This year. At least this year, yeah. Okay. And, and we're not going to have any back-to-backs. And he played back-to-backs. No, he, he well, in played the, in back-to-backs. The, but I'm saying in the playoffs, now we're not going to have any oh, back-to-backs. Oh, no, in the playoffs, yeah. Well, Dwayne was saying he wanted to play 75 games, and he played 74. And the and one of the games he missed was because the son was at the hospital. Okay. So freaking, he's Freaking Zane. Jesus. What happened? He blew it for him, man. He blew his Zaire. goal. Zaire. What the hell did you call him? Oh, I called him um, Zane. Why? Well, I guess. I don't know. I thought that was his name, man. Zane? It's a, halfway there. It's, it's no, almost the same it's, thing. Dude, no. Zaire. It's almost the same thing. No, it's not. I don't it's, know the other kid's they're name. They're both equally as ridiculous. What? What's wrong with Zaire? That's a cool name. Well, yeah, I'm not saying it is, but it's, it's it's still a Z name. Name that starts with a Z. Okay, he has a Zeon and Xavier. Although I think Xavier's a... Okay, Xavier's a new one. He's a little one. He's the one... He's the baby mama kid. Oh, okay, okay. Yes. No, is he? She's not Googleable. A- Aja... Metor- I'm going to Google her. Okay, here we go. Why are we She's doing this? She's not Googleable. Is she even real? Oh, yeah. This is a baby mama. Do you remember that story? Yeah. Yes. Crazy chicks. Yes. What? What'd you say? <laughs> Crazy chick. Yeah, so... <laughs> God. The- Do you know the picture that came up on Google? Do you remember the one... Uh, that came out when like we found out who the baby mama was and the one that Twitter was tweeting out all the time. Um, you see, I'll if, DM if you. Yeah, send it to me. Send it to me. Oh god. For science reasons. <laughs> For journalism, okay. Right, right. I'm. I'm In the name of journalism. Fact checking and whatnot. Yes. Anyways. 
my god, we cannot stay on topic. And like we the end heat up have... D Wade's baby mom. Oh my god. No, because you messed up Zaire's name, dude. Yeah, that one's on me. That one is on me. So but there was a third kid that I had not accounted for, and then I was like, wait, who the hell is this kid? Why is he two? <laughs> and why can't I Google him? Yeah, and then I remembered that there was a there was a scandal. And thankfully, when you Google Dwayne Wade's kids, they all come up very neatly in a chart with their parents. Wow. Which is kind of creepy. Yeah, and somebody, kind of somebody took the yeah somebody took the trouble to actually do that. Well, I think <laughs> I I don't think that's how it worked, but it'd be funny if somebody actually did chart this. I think Google with algorithms do, does it, but um, God, that's funny. Oh, Goran Dragic. Yeah, he played well. Very different in both games. First game, he was a really distributor kind of guy. Uh, this game, eighteen points. Forces, fifty percent shooter, three of three from three. He one one of his threes. He kind of just he was feeling it. He shot the same shot. On the I thought he was going to heat check the third time down because he went down. Yeah, the, me too. Charlie got a miss again, and he's coming down the floor. And I was hoping for a heat check. No, he, he dished that. I think we still scored that possession. Anyway. I don't mind. I don't mind guys to heat check. No, I mean especially if you hit two in a row like that. Don't give it a go. Well, it's and I got upset when people said he didn't play well in the first game because of his shooting numbers and 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 I agree that he did not shoot the ball well. But he, yeah, there's a difference between he didn't shoot the ball well and he didn't play well. But he dealt with the traps so well. A lot of times when a lot of angles were cut off and the Heat were in a bind, he really found guys. Really helped Hassan a lot. And Hassan has just been. And you could tell in game one they kind of made running at him a priority. They thought that they can force turnovers by throwing bigger guys at him. On how they did was force him to distribute the ball. I wonder if Charlotte's going to change their strategy uh, going into game three because we thought uh, last show, Nikias and Christian and I, we were saying that there's no way that Charlotte comes out and does the same thing. And they did. And they did, yeah, same same gameplay. Same same traps, same kinds of things. Batum on Joe Johnson, although now there was a little more Courtney Lee on Dwayne than Jeremy Lin. And they did bring in Al Jefferson early. Uh, but I have to imagine next game they're going to start Al Jefferson and they're going to stop with the traps. Well, yeah, especially with no Batum, you're going to really – they're really gonna to want to start out Jefferson. Well, if if Batum does, if Batum indeed does not play, that LeBron just made an amazing touch pass to Kevin Love. Yeah, oh I'm my watching, goodness! I watched that. Right wow, now. dude. I mean, I know we're supposed to hate him and stuff, but Jesus Christ! Did you see Drummond just miss the rim completely on a free throw? No, I missed that. Yeah. He's oh my four, God! I would have loved to laugh. From the line today. I have to be honest with you. I was staring at his shoulders because I wanted to see if there was hair on him. <laughs> dude, He's that pass was a. Did, did you just see the replay of that? Why did he turn around like that? That was badass, dude. It is badass, man. I, I know. I miss him so much. <laughs> LeBron, come on. Home. I miss him so much. I miss him so much. If they, well, man, Andre I guess I don't Drummond want to look at shooting 25% at the line today. He's 4 of 16 at the free throw line. 25%? At the free throw line. Charlotte is shooting worse from three than Andre Drummond is from the free throw line. And Drummond's shooting 25%. He's <laughs> shooting 25%. That's how bad it is. Or how good the defense is. <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both, though. I do think that Charlotte's not getting good. Sh- I don't think Charlotte's getting the shots they want outside of what Jefferson got and Kemba. Well, Jefferson makes his own shots. That's the thing. That's that's not really the team having to make a shot. That's Jefferson making his own. Kemba did get really – Kemba kept that from being a disaster at the end of the half. Oh man, we couldn't stop him. Probably Josh. Josh Richardson was probably the best 
the best option defending him. He's so good at those point guards that like to dribble a lot. He's yeah. so good at containing the dribble. It's his he best. He swatted skill. him a couple times. He did at that last one at the rim. The, yeah, that last one. Nice defense completely broke down. And completely, com- completely saved the day by himself. He did That's so. Not a I don't remember the. I, I know. I remember midway through the play. I don't know how the play initiated, but I know somebody got beat, and Dwayne could not get in front of him because it would have been a foul. So he kind of did this hard show where he kind of like jumped in and jumped out to try to deter him. It slowed him a little. His last line of defense, and then Jay Rich flies out of nowhere because they're in the restricted area. They can't really make a play, so he jumped out of nowhere and managed to just get it enough, kept it in bounds. Miami went. Game over. And then Luol Dang with the steal, I think, a couple of possessions later. Yeah. Him at the five. I, I mean, early, early on, I was, I'm, I'm not going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I was kind of pissed that uh, Wade was taking so many shots and Luol Dang only really had like four shots. Usage rate Twitter. <laughs> I wanted, because uh, I mean, well, coming off that game, you kind of want Dang taking as much shots as he, as he can, I think. Well, Dwayne made a point that Lou took shots in the flow of the offense. It's not like they were looking for Lou and they were just, oh, let's feed Lou. All those shots that he made in that game were within the flow of what they always do. Cuts, threes. It wasn't like, okay, give Dang the ball so you can cross up dribble at three. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They weren't running plays for him. It's just like, this is what I do, and those are the shots he always takes. Obviously, they were looking for him a little more because he was playing so well, Mm. but it's not like they were – doing anything different than what they normally do uh, that drastically for him to get those points. I mean, he kept it up. I think he had a good shooting night tonight as well. Breaking down. One game ago. One game I mean, ago. How things two, change. Two of five from three. I mean, I guess the, if you get that from him, it's enough, right? Yeah, you're, J- you're not going to get 31. Jay Rich, also two of five. I, I like that they're taking more threes. I like that they're taking 15-plus threes a game. I think they need to. And I think going forward, they're going to have to continue this trend. Did Hassan miss a basket today? Hassan did not. He's 8 for 8. That's nice, dude. 8 for 8. <laughs> six nice. Uh, nice. 17 points. I wish it was 6 for 9. 17 <laughs> points, 13 rebounds, uh, 2 blocks. But, man, and it, it, I feel bad because I want to give him more – I want to give the post-game show that's rah-rah and, oh, we're going to kick their ass. Ah. I just feel like when they're going to go on the road and depending on the Batum, because I think the Batum thing's huge. If Batum doesn't play anymore, it's four. I don't think it's four. Maybe unless Miami throws up on themselves, it's five. Um, if Batum plays and he, he, he can move well, obviously when I say he can play, that means he's, he's himself. I think going into Charlotte's going to be tough. I think their defense is so good, and Miami has been on fire. And again, Miami's not doing anything. They're not hitting garbage. Miami's taking shots within the flow of their offense. It's just a lot of them going in. Exactly. Um, And I know that they're going to come down to earth a bit. And they did, I mean, despite them shooting 56% from three, that is largely inflated by Drogic's three of three. They did come Uh, back down to earth in that second half. They did. And that I looked at that to be a trend, and I, I want to see if I can divide uh, the numbers just to look at the halves. But second half, more toward the fourth quarter, Miami really started to come back down to earth, and I think that's going to be a trend that'll carry over into Charlotte. And I don't, I think that game's going to be close, and they might even lose if, if Charlotte's healthy. 
if yeah, if Charlotte's healthy, I think that the game that they would steal would be game three. <laughs> people are gonna get so mad. People are so mad at me for that. What? I want to. F- this guy thinks Charlotte's gonna win the series. <sighs> Miami again, plus sixteen per hundred possessions. It's not, I mean, it's not normal. That's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, they've just been so overwhelming. And it's difficult to give honest analysis. And we can, I can sit, we, again, we can sit here and we can parse everything. And at the end of the day, they're hitting a lot of shots. And Charlotte isn't. And Charlotte's right. trapping. And it's not working. And Charlotte had a good offensive game today, by the way. Uh, One, 106 what? offensive rating. I mean, the defense is what failed them. Miami's In, picking them well, apart. Individually, I mean, Marvin Williams was 0 of 10 from the field. Okay, but as a team, I mean, Kemba yeah. Walker lit them up, and and Al Jefferson lit them up, and they had they had contributions. Jeremy Lin played well. Yeah, I, Lin kind of disappeared after a good first quarter, and then Batum went three of eleven. So Al no Jefferson good. is somehow a minus thirty three per hundred possessions. I guess because Wait. they were just trading baskets at that point. He and Hassan. Yeah, so it's not when like he, he went was, up. There, yeah, there was no lead really being cut into while he was there he was just back Cody Zeller was a positive and so was Kaminsky in, in terms of net rating I mean I don't know I guess I don't know what that does for net rating because they didn't really do much no I know I mean they were just they were they were that fourth quarter and toward the end of the third quarter is kind of where Charlotte kind of leveled and, and cut the lead and that's when those guys were playing so I, I think Again, it's difficult to say because we have such small samples, and I do think the adjustment, that, and I want to reiterate this, the adjustment that I think is going to be made is no more traps. I think they understand that they can't do that, and Miami's picking them apart. Back, they had, what was it, five straight quarters? No, this the three straight quarters of over uh, halves, I'm sorry, over 60 points? What? That's incredible. That's insane. Because the first half of game one, the second half of game one, both 60-plus points, and then the first half of game two, where they had 72. Just yes. an explosion from Miami. George. And, and it's we, scary, yeah. It's, it's scary that that's how they're winning because they didn't even win by that much. Which, who, Miami? Yeah. I mean, 12. I mean, it's double digits. Plus 16 per 100 possessions, and toward the end, they kind of, like, wind it down. Which Charlotte started to play better when Nick Batum went out. Not that I think they're better with Nick Batum, but, you know, maybe they might fi- have found something with these smaller lineups. And I, uh, we haven't seen Hassan having to play a lot of small lineups uh, lately. I mean, he did kill Boston's small lineup, so. And, and he doesn't. He hasn't had. He hasn't had to see it in a long time or for an extended period of time. So maybe Charlotte might want to go to that. Well, what can Charlotte really do is as a small lineup to mess with the song. Go into a zone. That really bothers them. Although I, I I don't see a Steve Clifford defense going into a zone. But the zone has bothered Miami. Uh, every time teams have gone into a zone against Miami, Miami hasn't figured them out. It's, I mean, they have to hit their jump shots. And, and they have in this series, and that might be why they have some trepidation. But Riz brought something up on Twitter today Riz McGiz at Riz McGiz and he was asking why Miami wasn't double teaming and I think that three point percentage from Charlotte is why you don't want to double team they're yeah, not shooting the ball well you don't want to give them options yeah well coach they move the ball and a double team on Al Jefferson all it's really going to do is probably put Al Jefferson on the line <laughs> that too 
George, we broke down the game. We finally got there. Wow. I'm I mean, we had we had our bumps in the road. We had our Tony Fiorentino jokes. <laughs> we had it all. I mean, we, we 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 got there, dude. What do you uh? What are your thoughts on coming up? Now, now it's next over. Two. Oh, next two? Pfft, I don't fuck if I know. <laughs> no, um, uh, I, I really hate prediction radio, but I think what I've said is what I've said, which doesn't make a lot of sense. That's that's a Stugatism. What, I, what I've what said, I've said is, is what, what I've said. Out. You know what, damn it, I'm doubling down. What I've said is what I've said. No more traps starting Al Jefferson. <laughs> This is what has to happen. Charlotte, are you listening? <laughs>